just have team issues out of nowhere, feeling totally blindsided? Well, today we'll talk about preventing and navigating that. Welcome to the Refined Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Hello, everybody. Haley here tuning in to remind you of our upcoming free masterclass for getting your house in order. We're going to be talking about why workflows are important, how to set your team up for success and mistakes that you can avoid. Join Amber and I on January 26th, 2023 from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. We will have a registration link in the body of this podcast. So when you go in there, you should see a link to click on to get registered. And we'll be sending out the Zoom link to join that morning. If you do sign up for the Zoom link, you will also be receiving the recording. So definitely come and join us and learn more about ways that you can revamp and reinvigorate your team heading into 2023. We will see you guys January 26th at 10 a.m. Central via Zoom. Bye. Welcome back to another episode of the Refine Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about team meetings that, yeah, help with staff conflict. And the idea here is that we're going to prevent it in the first place, right? We want to try to prevent it, but we'll talk about navigating it if it pops up as well. So it all starts with hiring in the first place. So this won't surprise you that I want to go back to the root. I'm a root person. We like to always go to that. We're going to start with the, the idea of you know, pre-qualifying in our hiring process. And that's not a foreign concept. We're all aware of the value of that. So I'm not going to belabor it. But in that process, it's really important for us to set expectations and scare them a little bit and just make sure they really, really want to do this in the first place. Because that's where a lot of our conflict even comes from is just not really understanding what this involves, the why and all of that. So uh, we want to talk to them about um, our personal relationships versus our professional ones, because in a creative industry within small businesses, that line can get blurred a lot. And so having a really good understanding of what that entails for everyone up front is helpful so that we all go into it with clear expectations. Um, and I think also in the hiring process and, you know, throughout the the time of someone working with you, always be talking about cultural fits and, and, um, I think in the hiring process specifically, finding someone that's a cultural fit more so than a skill set fit, I would prioritize cultural fit over skill set is my point. So they're both important, but I think that someone that has a better attitude is a better candidate than someone that's really good at what they do, but just is grumpy or doesn't have the right, you know, team player or culture. It isn't the right cultural fit. So, um, cause that'll bring everybody down. Um, and it just reduces, it, it just, it, it has an impact on productivity as a whole. So that's really important. And covering core values is also really critical. So you're going to want to touch on core values over and over and over again throughout the year. Uh, and just continuing to bring your staff back to that and highlighting, you know, things that they do well, like, oh gosh, that fell under here or 
places that they missed the mark, like, you know, just, or, or decisions they're trying to make, like, okay, this is a hard question. As we answer it, which core value do we need to lean on as we find our decision, right? So just always going back to that, like the purpose and mission of your business. So let's move into kind of talking about direct reports as a leader. Ideally, a direct report, so you as a business owner, or, you know, maybe you're not a business owner, you're just listening, but um, as a business owner, really and truly anyone should only have two to five direct reports. It's hard to have more than that. So as, you know, I have a small team, I don't even have five, but like, if I were to grow beyond that, I really wouldn't want to have more than that many direct reports. And then those direct reports might have their own departments. And again, they really only need to have two to five direct reports from there. So some of you are managing teams that large and some aren't. And either way, I think that I just wanted to point that out. Um, I think it's important to have a touch point with, you know, everyone in your direct report line of chain, your chain of what you get what I'm saying. You're have a touch point with anyone that is in your direct report department. Okay. Do that weekly. You get to decide how long that is. It may not be very long. Um, it might be a brief, you no, know, just 30 minutes or 15 minutes, or maybe every morning, everyone just, you connect with them and say, Hey, what's the one thing you need to get done today? And what's the one thing that's going to hold you back? you know, and at the end of the day, what did you get done? How can I support you? Just real quick touch points. So you're just always connecting. But I think also you need to have, um, I find value in having a weekly team meeting as well. So there's the individual touch points and then there's a team meeting if you have a team. Um, and, you know, this is why I think that it's really important for us to think like CEOs and business owners and not necessarily work in our business all the time, we, we hire people to do that. We hire people to do the in the business part and then we run the business. So for me as a wedding planner, that meant getting down to where I was really only working five weddings a year so that I could do those other things, right? Uh, that's going to be the proper way to scale a business. If, if you as the business owner are, you know, doing 10, 20 plus weddings a year, um, specifically in the planning category, maybe in other categories or, you know, DJs or whatnot, like you're going to be able to do a lot more than that and still manage, um, you know, the proportions are different. The, the, the workloads are different. So you can decide what that is, but make sure that you are the CEO and that you do have the bandwidth to do this and are not always running around on client work and, and things of that nature. Okay. So if at a minimum, I mean, I just love the idea of a weekly team meeting, uh, if nothing else, at least twice a month. And I just, if you're not doing it, try it and you'll see the difference. I don't know how to really convince you otherwise. We just gotta, sometimes you have to try things to see. Um, as far as an agenda goes with those meetings, I think that there's, you know, quite a bit that needs to go in into that. But as far as just like team relationships, I'll touch on that piece of the agenda right now. I think that having some time set aside for personal updates, because like I said, at the top of this, there's a, there's a, a line that gets crossed really very easily within our industry of um, personal and professional. And, you know, we can be professional, 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 talking work and, you know, all that talking shop all day long. And then at seven o'clock, I see a meme that's really funny. And I want to send it to someone on my team because it makes me think of them. But then like they've heard from their boss at seven o'clock and like, what's the line here, right? Like, but we're such, we're in such tight environments that we do become friends a lot of the times. Um, so it's really important in these agendas that the overall goal and um, objective here is to 
bring it back to center and base of this is a business first and foremost. And you do mean something to me as a human and maybe even as a friend, but at the, at the end of the day, like ultimately my decisions are made around for this business are made around business, right? And then, you know, some of you are working with family or people that you knew well before business and you, you have a foundation of a friendship and that's how Team Refine is built right now. Actually, um, we were friends first. And so we've had to find that balance and, 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 and it's required a lot of open communication and honesty and just moments of like, I don't want to talk about that right now, or this is too much for me right now, or no, I know that's too much for you right now, but like, I really, I really have to get this off my chest or this is going to be a problem. So we need to compromise and just really using our words and, um, creating a system for that when I'm not in a place for it, or she's not in a place for it, or they're not in a place for it. Like, okay, well then what can capture these thoughts that need to get, you know, said? Okay. Is there some, is there a place in Asana that we can capture these thoughts so that when, when everyone is fully present and energetic and able to have that conversation, we can in a thoughtful, impactful way, right? Um, we want to close, we want to always close the loop and follow up on those kinds of things and just be honest. Like, Hey, I'm willing to give you that right now. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that I'm, my brain is cluttered. So let's have the conversation, but I want to make sure that there is a follow-up so that you're sure I actually received what you meant to say. You know what I mean? Um, because we just, in our industry, we get really tired and we go through seasons where, you know how it is, where you're just, you're just, it's the middle of October and you're, you don't even know what day it is, right? So it's really important to have that kind of tracking system. So where I was going to go back to what I was originally saying is having a time in your agenda that's set aside for personal updates, because as small teams, something, some, some, one thing that can happen is that um, we can spend a lot of time venting with each other about um, client stuff or this vendor or this thing happened and um, and and that and that is okay. We need people to do that with because our friends and our peers outside of our industry don't always get it and understand it, and so it's hard to like process that with other people. But we may not be able to always process that with and for each other either as a small team, because here's what happens. Our team is so small that if we were to just constantly vent to each other, then we would be in this cycle of negativity, right? Like there's not really one, there's not like an outside force or a third or fourth or fifth person to be like, hold up, core values positive. Let's, you know, look up, chins up y'all. So you've got to, you've got to make sure you have that balance. And one thing that we have found that works well for us is, you know, having a built-in time of just five, 10 minutes on the agenda of like, hey, what's going on in your world this week? you know, update, tell me about your mom's surgery. Tell me about, you know, um, your trip you just went on. Tell me about what's coming up, that sort of stuff. So that everyone's just in tune with everyone, with either with each other's headspace and just keeping track of each other and, you know, staying on top of like, oh, I'm going to need to fill in for you next week. Or like, oh shoot, you're not feeling what you feel like you're starting to get sick. I need to be prepared this week to jump in, you know, stuff like that. I think also, um, Having a personal update is a really good gauge for a business owner to kind of just pulse general mindset and uh, enthusiasm, right? Like one week you're going to have someone come in and like, they've got this awesome, they've got all this stuff. You you know, when personal life is going well, a lot of times work is going well. When personal life is falling apart, work gets harder. So you just, it's a good, good way, a good metric for um, studying patterns and um, understanding what might be coming for someone on your staff, because when they're in it, they may not always know to communicate it, right? Like they're just, they're in it. But if you can start to see those indicators, um, you can stay ahead of it. 
I think there's also value in having um, another few minutes set aside for grading the working relationship. So like yellow, green, red, or um, on a scale of one to 10 or whatever it is that you think might work best for you um, and put some definitions behind what each number means or what each color means so that you can come in and say, hey, look, this week has been a yellow. Here's why. Or this week has been a full-fledged red. I've been frustrated with this. Um, and you can do something called stop, start, and continue. And you can say, hey, I need, it would be helpful to me if this could stop. It would be helpful to me if this could start. This is going really well. Can we please continue it? So you just know that you have a dedicated space set aside to have these conversations so that you're not going about your life and all of a sudden having to call your team member or call your boss and say, hey, we need to talk because that's, sometimes it is loaded. Sometimes there is a really heavy conversation to come. And sometimes it's not that big of a deal, but when you say, hey, we need to talk, it sounds like a big deal. And then everyone's like, in, like doesn't, it can't breathe until the meeting happens, right? And so. The point is we want to try to avoid that and just have um, a place to say, hey, on, on Tuesday every week, we know that there's, you can bring anything up, right? And as business owners, we need to be accessible and we need to lead that. And, you know, as you start to get into rhythm, you may not necessarily have that set aside like every single time. It just kind of naturally starts to um, take way and um, you can remind your team over time, like, hey, remember, you know, anytime you don't want to bring something up, own your experience. We have these meetings for that. So um, just be accessible. I think also um, for um, team dynamics as a whole, I think it's really important to listen um, and educate from there, um, from a place of understanding first. So we want to always get their feedback on ideas or um, you know, how did, how do you think that meeting went? How do you, um, maybe if you've had to address an issue with a team member, say, Hey, how, how did that go? Is there something that, um, you would have preferred? Is there, you know, the way somewhat way, the way a boss may get onto me, uh, might work just fine for my personality and be a disaster for my peer. Right. And so like getting, um, getting feedback on that sort of stuff, obviously at some point, like the boss is the boss and, that is the gold drawer and, you know, you either fit or you don't, but um, there is compromise to be had there and there's the ability to listen and mold and, um, you know, move together and grow together. And so get their, get their constructive feedback and, hey, you know, it would have been helpful to do that um, in the morning when, you know, I'm feeling fresh on my coffee or it would, it just basic stuff. It's super easy for us as team leaders to adjust. Like we should always be listening. Um, I think also just their feedback on the business as a whole, what are you hearing in the market? What are you, what's on the Facebook groups? What are clients saying? Get their pulse on the buzz, right? Implement their ideas. Um, and if they have an idea that you've tried and doesn't work prior to them coming on the team, maybe they wouldn't know about that or an idea that doesn't fit with maybe part of your vision or something that maybe is already going on behind the scenes that they don't quite know about yet. Um, I think it's I think it's valuable to let them know why so they don't just feel kind of, you know, crapped on. It's, you know, praise them. It's an awesome idea. Thank you so much for taking that initiative. Um, I appreciate you thinking ahead. Um, here's, here's what we've done in the past. Here's why it worked or didn't work. Here's where we're headed. Here's where it fits and doesn't fit. Um, and you know, maybe it's just something that like, you just don't have the energy or bandwidth to do. Um, and you might just say, Hey, we'll try it. You've got two weeks to prove it to me. You try it, you implement it, you know, like 
let them grow in that way. And that's a good way also to show them like what it takes to do this shit, right? Like I have a million amazing ideas, right? Like I also don't have time for all of it. So like, it's not that um, you're not valued because you come to the table with a good idea and we don't do it. It's just like, it's not realistic. Um, and so kind of um, pulling the curtain back in that way for them a little bit. And I think that it's important for them to see a little bit of how the sausage is made. It's <laughs> kind of a gross phrase, I suppose, but um, they don't need to know the secret sauce. And there are things that you as a leader you know, are uh, holding on to and working on behind the scenes or that you as an employee might, um, you know, maybe you're family planning and you're not quite ready to tell your boss. Like neither party needs to feel obligated to tell each other all things at all times. The point here is we want to have an accessible, trusting, honest relationship so that we don't get to blind sides, right? So like at some point you need to say, hey, we are starting to plan this or hey, um, I over here, I'm starting to think this as a business owner. And um, as appropriate and as possible, include each other in the timelines and decisions. And um, that way each other, each, each party can prepare and plan ahead, right? So, and, and apart from planning ahead and preparing, just like understanding the why that something's happening, um, because we're, we're talking about it open and openly and honestly. So, um, and on that note, I'll uh, think that it's really important to identify what everyone's job is and why it's their job. So like, uh, me with Refine, um, we did a booth at Wedding MBA this last year for the first time. And we learned a lot about that experience. Um, because I worked booth with the team and we discovered that I can't do that in the future because, um, we were, I worked the booth with the intent of like, being able to talk about Refine and selling Refine and like exhibit, exhibit halls are to like sell your stuff. Right. But you know, because Refine is a community, people wanted to talk to me in general, just like talk. And that's what I enjoy as well. And so it was really a challenge to do both. And so, um, but I felt like if I were to walk around and network and go to say hi to people or something like that, then it would look like I wasn't willing to do the hard stuff with and for my team. And so I, I felt like I needed to be at the booth for their morale. And I think stepping back, we were able to look at like, no, actually Amber's here to like, just have fun in Vegas because by having fun in Vegas, the community has fun in Vegas. And then, you know, feels more connected and um, it's just a stronger community for that. You know, like that's, that's actually part of my, that's, that is my job. And so it just felt weird um, to come to that. It just felt weird, but we came to that conclusion and we realized the value and like everyone having their own thing. So um, there may be things on, on your team that don't look conventional and to others might look unfair and disproportionate or whatever. And so it's really healthy for everyone to understand the why of that. Like, I'm not just playing, right? Like I'm actually out here, like that, there's a purpose and a strategy to that, right? Like there's, I'm, I'm being authentic in it, but I'm also like, um, there's a reason for that. Um, so, um, also during your meetings, I think it's helpful to have some assignments. If you have, if you're doing team meetings, like who's taking notes, who's creating Asana tasks, um, who's leading the meeting. I think that, um, someone needs to be managing the time. Uh, and I, I, depending on the size of your team, having a visual, I've, I've started doing this with some um, business groups has been so helpful, is on a screen somewhere having a visual timer and it, and it like rings, there's a bell, it buzzes at the end of that time. Or so like, um, 
and if and, and get everyone positioned where they can see the screen or if someone can't like I was in a meeting last week where someone couldn't see it and um she was running out of time and I just kind of pointed a little bit like in a really subtle just respectful way just kind of like pointed to the screen and she's like oh okay and she like she finished on time and so just everyone kind of knowing and being okay with that um that can really help meetings flow well um and I think it's helpful to even let people on your team be leaders in those meetings uh like let them lead it. Um, when I do, um, when we do team refined meetings, we trade off who's leading that. Half the time, Haley leads them. And more than half the time, our, Haley's job is to manage me, right? So like as a business owner, it's always important to have someone that's managing up. Who's managing you and keeping you, um, uh, who, who's doing that? And so um, who's who's kicking the can down the road? Who's um, Who's, following up to the action items and um, how does everyone respond to follow-ups understanding that like hey this person on the team may uh, really prefer regular follow-ups via slack or asana and this person on the team uh, doesn't want to be followed up with because it's added pressure and it's just a matter of like you can see on their dashboard that they still have it marked as undone so it's like it's still in front of them right so um, understanding those little things can be helpful and then at the end of the day you know, at some point you do have to bring that stuff up in the meeting. Like, Hey, I see it's still unmarked on your dashboard. We're like, uh, you doing it? <laughs> What's the plan here? So, um, yeah, uh, if that, if this was helpful, be sure to check out our team dynamic assessment kit in the, let's see, I think that's in, yeah, it's in the staff delegation section of the refine shop on our website, which is www.refineforweddingplanners.com. This kit is valuable for any category. Um, DJs, photographers, caterers, all of the above. Um, essentially, it's just a kit designed to uh, help you pulse check the health of your team and make sure that, um, you know, we're giving you a list of questions to ask each other and then also an assessment that um, everyone can take. So uh, the business owner can take the assessment um, as it relates to the employee and the employee can take the assessment as it relates to the business and the business owner. And I recommend doing this, you know, two or three times a year because I think, you know, why <laughs> this is, you know, one of my catchphrases out there is like therapy in the good times is way more productive than therapy when you're putting out the fires, right? So like, I know we're not talking about therapy, but if you can do this when, when things are good, it's a reminder. It's a constant reminder of, okay, these are the questions that we ask ourselves. These are the questions that um, we hold each other accountable to and expect from each other. And so it's just to kind of keep it fresh and it's a good time to review core values and things of that nature. And so um, I, I, I find that this helps prevent issues um, and give a space for talking about issues. There Issues are not completely preventable. Okay. And we're going to go in and out of seasons of that. And there are going to be times where we crash and we're like, I don't like working with you. <laughs> and you just have to be like, okay, but we can do it. So what's going on? Or, you know, what's changed about our schedule or our, you know, have we gotten off base with the way we're using a certain platform or, you know, what can we reset? Um, what's, you know, and, you know, there's, there's boundaries and some personal conversations, but again, you know, that tends to get a little bit more crossed in our industry. And so like understanding what's going on in someone's personal life, if that's affecting what's happening in our working relationship. And even if we don't go into details, but just, Hey, there's some stuff going on at home that like, I'm not ready to talk about or don't want or need to talk about, but just know that like my headspace for the next two months is going to be, you know, here or there. And, and just, um, 
Yeah. These assessments, I think, um, you know, the assessments are not going to get into personal stuff. That might just be uh, something that happens because of your own relationships, but stay ahead of that stuff. So anyway, as always, like, share, and follow this. I've been really amazed with our download numbers uh, lately, and that's really only possible because of you. So just want to thank you so very much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>